Hey everybody, this is Matthew Soltisiak and you're listening to Not The Same Old Lions Podcast. Using my sports casting background, I speak with a variety of guests and interview key players to gain more insight on what makes this team go. As the Detroit Lions enter a new gritty era, we'll look beyond just the kneecaps when it comes to the analysis. Welcome to another episode. In this episode, we're talking about the Detroit Lions quarterback position again. I know, it's amazing how many times this keeps changing. We're talking Teddy Bridgewater and possibly Hendon Hooker and more on the backup quarterback position. We're also going to look at the Odell Beckham Jr. news and we're going to discuss how that could have an impact on the Detroit Lions. Let's start with the quarterback position. This won't go away. We know the Lions are going into the 2023 season with Jared Goff as their starter. But beyond that, not much has been certain the past few weeks. The Lions recently signed Nate Sudfeld as a backup. Resigned is more like it, as he was the primary backup last season. And this caused a lot of head scratching, not just from me, but from a lot of other people. And based on his limited actual game experience in the past six years in the league, and Brad Holmes talking about the need to do better and having someone behind Jared Goff. So, So those were the reasons for the confusion. But more has come to light recently since then. And it starts with the news that Teddy Bridgewater has received a significant offer from the Detroit Lions. Now, this is big news in that it tells us multiple things while still leaving us to wonder what the end game will be. And and now maybe we now know why the Detroit Lions haven't signed a quarterback. Many would consider to be a quality backup. I mean, they've made an offer, but the offer hasn't been accepted or declined. So it doesn't mean they weren't working in the background. It just means nothing had happened. Do they make offers to other players as well? Right, that's something we don't currently know. But eventually things like that do sometimes come out. We might eventually learn about it. But we don't know. We also don't know how long ago this offer was made. And so while we were sitting there wondering, when will the Lions make an offer? When will they go get a quarterback? They may have been doing some of this. And it just didn't happen. Another thing is, in addition to not knowing when this Teddy Bridgewater offer was made, I'm not sure who leaked out this information. Who leaked out that there is an offer on the table and that it's a quality or a significant offer? And what is the motive for leaking the information? Did it come from the Detroit side? Did it come from the Teddy Bridgewater side? And what's the reason for doing it? So it's possible the Lions while waiting to hear from Teddy Bridgewater, had decided they better get someone under contract as a backup, just in case Teddy doesn't take the offer. Nate Sudfeld does that. He knows the team. Therefore, the team knows what they really have in him as well. At least we think they do, right? They went into last year with two guys that they knew pretty well, and and that didn't work out so well as backups, and they, they moved on to different places. But Nate Sudfeld's future with the team is still very cloudy. As I pointed out, he only has one touchdown, which was back in 2020. That is through a six-year career. So he's not exactly the first person you want to step in if Jared Goff goes down and you're trying to make a playoff push. Back to Teddy, though. We've heard the Lions made a significant offer, and he is weighing it. He's considering it. What could be going into this equation, and why taking the time to make a decision? Well, 
The Lions do have coaches who know Teddy Bridgewater from his time back with the Saints. Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn were both there. So he has a known quantity to them. They have firsthand experience, and that explains why there's interest, or at least it can confirm it. They know what they have in him, so there's less question marks. It's always nice when you have a history or know someone with a history of the person. Gives you a little bit more confidence when going and making that move. He's also a quarterback that I have said I would like the Lions to consider. In fairness, I I listed about five different players I'd be happy with. But where we are now, Teddy is like the only one left on that list. He's not like he is the only one left on that list. And I've heard some detractors point out that his stats from last year were not so hot, that he's not worth it anymore. He threw for 683 yards. He had four touchdowns and four interceptions. His QBR was only an 85. I agree. That's nothing to get too excited about. But if you go back and look at his three seasons before that, each of those was much better than last year. And it should be pointed out, he has played for four different teams in each of the past four years. And now why has he moved so much? Well, he has some starting opportunities in a couple different places. And so you might leave one team to go to another if you get a chance to start versus staying somewhere as a backup. So perhaps it was a scheme or a system that didn't fit his strengths or his talents last year. So if we go back the year before with the Denver Broncos, he saw more game action. He was the starter there. A good part of the season. He threw for 3,000 yards. He had 18 touchdowns and seven interceptions. And his QBR was a 94.9, which was much better than this past season. The year before that, he was in Carolina. He had 3,700 yards with 15 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, and a 92 quarterback rating. And again, the the number of yards don't really concern me too much because if you play more games, you're going to get more yards. The touchdown to interception ratio and the QBRs is important. And then I think the one that might be most accurate or most telling is the 2019 stats. He played for the New Orleans Saints. He was the backup. He filled in for an injured Drew Brees. He threw 1,300 yards. He had nine touchdowns, two interceptions with a 99 QBR. So with all those different teams, it really isn't a surprise that he might struggle at least at some point with at least one of those teams. I don't think they all run the exact same offense. So if he's done well three out of the last four, and I understand the concern is the most recent one was his lackluster one, and you wonder, well, is he done? I don't think so. I think he still has some ability and some potential left in the right situation, in the right role. Now, Teddy has game experience. He has the game experience and has had success on the field. If the Lions were to sign him, or if he was to sign with the Lions, because we've made him an offer, It would be a huge boost for Detroit, and it would bring the utmost confidence to the backup quarterback position. So when will he decide? All we know is there's an offer that's been made, a substantial one. We don't know what the timeline is. Will this be after the draft? You know, that is something general manager Brad Holmes has said multiple times that some quarterbacks might want to wait so that they know what the quarterback room is going to look like that they're getting into. So they might wait till after the draft. Just think about Mitchell Trubisky, right? He signed with Pittsburgh last year, only to see them draft Kenny Pickett in the first round. Now, who knows? Maybe Mitchell knew that that was a possibility when he signed with the Steelers that they were going to maybe draft a quarterback, but maybe not. Also, Bridgewater could be waiting to see what happens in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. Now, if the Ravens and Lamar cannot work out a deal, 
that could open a competition for the starting position in Baltimore. And that might be something Teddy would want a shot at. I mean, after all, an opportunity at a starting position is likely a preferred option to any quarterback than to a clearly defined number two role. Now, the Ravens just signed Odell Beckham Jr. to a one-year deal. There's a lot one could unpack here as well. But we'll just keep it simple and just consider the possibility that maybe, just maybe the Ravens are finally putting some money in to the wide receiver position because they haven't been able to get it right in the draft. And hey, that happens to every franchise. The Lions tried for a while and that didn't work out. It has more recently. And so by getting Odell Beckham Jr. there, maybe that could help get Lamar to agree to a deal. Maybe it's not just about money. Maybe it's about having a system around it. Maybe not. I don't know if that is part of the issue, but if it's just money or if it's more than that. So maybe OBJ signing could be one step closer to helping bring Lamar Jackson saga to a close, which could actually help the Lions get Teddy Bridgewater. Now, what other elements are there in this equation? Well, what if he decides not to sign with Detroit? That is totally a possibility. Well, there's a couple of ways this could go. And there is something to still keep our eyes on, the draft. So let's touch on the draft here a minute. Detroit Lions are meeting with quarterback Hendon Hooker from Tennessee as part of the pre-draft process. Now, the Lions, like any team, can bring in 30 players. And he's one of the players they've decided they're going to use those spots on. So could the Lions draft Hendon Hooker? Well, if you bring in a player for a pre-draft visit, you would think they have interest. They obviously have interest. Now, based on how that visit goes, it could push the decision or the interest in either direction, right? By giving you more interest or less interest in the player. But by bringing him in, it shows there is at least initial interest. Also, he has been moving up the draft boards and generating buzz. But keep in mind, in addition to returning from an injury, he is only one year younger than Lamar Jackson which puts him at 25 years old. Does that really matter? Well, yes and no. But we'll save that discussion for another time. The signing of Teddy or anyone else doesn't likely impact the drafting of a backup quarterback, but it could be impactful for someone like Nate Sudfeld. So ask yourself, do you think the Lions would be comfortable going into the season with Hendon Hooker and Nate Sudfeld as their backups? Hooker is on track to be healthy for the start of the season, but he is still recovering from a torn ACL. And that could and probably will impact his preparation before this season as well. We're talking training camp time, stuff like that. Now, I do believe the Lions will draft a quarterback at some point. I'm fairly certain of that. I'm not exactly sure when, but I do believe it will be for a backup position and to develop the person. So if Teddy doesn't sign with Detroit, I also wouldn't rule out the Lions considering bringing in another veteran, a different veteran. Now, is it possible that the Lions would go into the season with Nate Sudfeld and a rookie like Hendon Hooker? It is entirely possible. And if they did that, it could be okay if that rookie plays better than expected or plays well then everything could be okay. But think about this. If you're going to have a playoff push, if you're trying to win the division, 
it might be better to have somebody who has actual NFL game experience. Not a requirement, but again, if you have that extra experience, that's something that could be a difference maker in the end. And I think most would agree that having a veteran backup would provide a little more confidence should there be a need to put them into a game. Now, two other more prominent or two of the most prominent options left out there, their names might be Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. Neither of those names are going to get Lions fans too excited. I'm not sure if either one would be an exact fit. Both bring some very different things to the table. They're different from each other. They're at different points of their careers. Another person to consider is Tyler Huntley. He is a restricted free agent. The Lions could make him an offer. And Baltimore, there's that team again. They do have the right to match that offer. If they don't, though, the Lions would get him. No draft picks required. He was tendered at the lowest amount, meaning Baltimore gets the right of first refusal. And if they don't match that offer, the other team gets the player. So a lot going on with Baltimore that's affecting the Detroit Lions. Now, there's also a handful of lesser named players out there that the Lions might prefer. The other way things could go is to swing a trade. If they can't get Teddy Bridgewater to sign with them, they could swing a trade for another team's backup quarterback. Who exactly? Well, I'm not sure at this point. And the Lions probably don't know at this point. That's something that would probably happen a little bit down the road. So how long do the Lions wait on Teddy before making an alternate move? My guess is they're not in a hurry at this point. Why? Well, when they pivoted to David Montgomery from Jamal Williams, the market was new. It was early in free agency. And they wanted to make sure they got one of the top two or three running backs. At this point, Teddy Bridgewater is the top option for quarterbacks out there. And there's a considerable drop-off after that. And nothing makes you think that we need to hurry to sign one of these other guys. So for now, it's a waiting game. Will Lamar go back to Baltimore? Does that impact the Teddy decision? Is there another team Bridgewater is monitoring through the draft where he might be hoping to sign with? What do you think? Do you want the Lions to wait for Bridgewater to make a decision? Would you rather grab someone else or just ride it out with Nate Sudfeld and whoever they draft? Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Please subscribe to Not The Same Old Lions podcast to get alerts about new episodes. Also, follow the show on Twitter at Matt Soltisiak. And until next time, stay gritty, my friends. <laughs>